Isn't it ironic that many of us want to change, but when we begin that process, we get into a place that I would like to call fear because we don't know what to expect from that change. And the term that many of us use is the fear of the unknown. So let's get into a little bit of guided imagery today. Um, But before we get there, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Counseling Inside the Home with yours truly, Dr. Tracy Lee. It is truly a blessing for me to be able to counsel you from the safety, from the, just the pleasure of being in my own space, my own home. Um, There's peace here. There's no distraction. And so I am here to give God glory and to edify all those who are looking for edification in such a time as this. Um, We are still in the recovery phase. We are still focusing on recovery in this season. Um, I really do pray and hope you all are doing well. I hope and pray that you're holding on to God's unchanging hand. He is faithful. He is merciful. He is kind. He has never left us. He's never forsaken us. And I want to help you with the help of God get through your recovery phase in life. This is the greatest feeling is to be in and or on the recovery journey. It is one of the best feelings I've ever encountered in my life. There's so many accomplishments that I've had, and those accomplishments mean nothing to me compared to my recovery journey. This is the greatest accomplishment, accomplishment that I've had in my entire life. And so I give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise for this. Also, keep looking out. We have some upcoming guests preparing to join us. I'm giving some of them some time because time is very essential, important, and timing is also key. So let's just jump right in so I can help you and guide you through another portion of your recovery. Imagine you started off playing hide and seek with yourself. You started off with the old you, but while you were looking for you, you didn't recognize the new you. So you continued to search, looking and looking, Where are you? Where are you? And as the time extended, you became very frustrated in the search. 
because you did not anticipate that you wouldn't be able to find you. In fact, when you started the journey, or when you started hide and seek the game, right? Let's go that route. You just knew that you would find you because you knew you. You knew everything about you. You knew where you would hide. You knew how you would look. You knew what you would have on. You knew the in and outs about you. Or so you thought. Perhaps what and who you thought you knew was the reason why you couldn't find you. You begin to hear your voice. I'm over here. I'm over here. I bet you can't find me. You recognize that voice very well. But the visual, you didn't and you could not recognize. You then started to panic because you felt lost. You believed that you were becoming delusional and that you were hearing things because you knew what you saw, but you couldn't recognize who you saw. The voice was yours, but the image was not. The voice was yours, but the image was not. So why was it so hard to recognize the real you? Could it be because you were hiding for so long that you couldn't even realize who you really were? I want to help you. As you begin your journey to recovery, it starts to feel like hide and seek. Why? Because no one wants to change so quickly. There's a lot of attachment, connections on this journey. And the real you, while on this journey, is becoming the old you can no longer identify. I began counseling a couple of individuals on removing the mask. As I stated earlier, the voice was yours, but the image was not. When you get on this journey and you begin to remove the mask, imagine you went playing hide and seek and while you were playing hide and seek, you started to find yourself, <laughs> the new you. While you were finding yourself, you were removing the mask, removing the mask. And then you realized, oh my God, who is this person? Once you found you, 
the truth is, is you really did make contact with the real you. But because you were in a facade and because you were blending and because you were pretending for so long, it was just hard for you to identify that this is now you. So maybe you were a liar for so long and you began to remove the mask and you became an honest person. And as you began to tell the truth, you realized that you don't even know who this person is anymore because you lied for so long and how can I now be telling the truth? Or maybe you struggled with drugs for so long and as you began to remove the mask because you used the drugs as a mask to cover up all the situations and problems and trauma that you went through in your life and as you began to remove this mask you realized you were no longer dealing with drugs and you don't even know how it stopped and so when you saw yourself you began to say well that's not me because I've been doing drugs for so long I didn't even go to a a a, a the agency for help and so that can't be me but the truth is it is you you began to remove the mask it is okay to accept the new you the real you the authentic you when you are being you many of us get stuck in between seeking removing the mask and becoming why because it is hard for you to accept that you are no longer. But if you really want this change, you really want to change, I implore you to continue to embrace what you see. Yes, it sounds like you, but it doesn't look like you because guess what? What you were looking like for so long was really not you and what you are looking at now is really you. So in this hide and seek game that we talked about in the beginning, where you felt so frustrated because you couldn't find you, the truth is, is you actually did find you. It was you all along. That voice, when you thought you were becoming delusional, you thought you were losing your mind, that was you. You see, it's so easy to be bounded to the old us because the old us became a safe place. The old us became a good habit, really unhealthy, but in our eyes, good. The old us became a mask it covered us up, it became our guard, it shielded us, it became everything that we knew and know. But as you take the journey to recovery, you want to understand everything about this new you. Even though it is called the new you, the better terms is the authentic you. The authentic you. Why? Because it became new to you, but it was who you were all along, hiding behind the mask of shame, the mask of pain, the mask of drugs, the mask of sexual addiction, the mask of perversion, the mask of lies, the mask of deception, the mask of hypocrisy, the mask of hatred, the mask of unforgiveness, the mask of bitterness, the mask of envy. You got stuck 
behind all those masks. When God knew who you were all along, waiting for the authentic you to come forth. Now, I wonder why scripture says, or perhaps Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and my burden. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When God is saying, come, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, he's saying to bring your burdens, your situation, and your mask. The mask is what really is laying you down, is what's really holding you in bondage, is what's really delaying your future it's what's really preventing you from entering into the holies of holies with the lord god almighty is what's preventing you from seeing your breakthrough it's what's preventing you from being who god ordained you to be it's what's preventing you from doing the perfect will of god for your life it's what's preventing you from building and reconnecting with family healthily it's what's preventing you from having healthy relationships and friendships it's what's preventing you from loving yourself because who you really are the authentic you is hidden behind it these masks are tied to satan himself the bible tells us that satan and he is the father of all lies and if he is the father of all lies that means every mask that you wear is a lie because it controls you to have you to believe that this is who you are but in all actuality who you really are is behind that and if satan can keep you distracted from who you are for the rest of your life he will because he'd rather that even if you're not dead under the ground or in the earth or in the grave that you will be spiritually emotionally psycho psychologically dead i pause for a minute i want you to really take time to see that as you begin this recovery journey and many of you are already on the journey not to turn back not to turn back understand that what's ahead of you does look different it's hard to identify because you've never identified it before or you were too afraid to or you doubted it before and what's behind you is so familiar that you would want to go back, but God. God said, Behold, I will do a new thing, and it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? You see, God has a new thing for each and every one of us. And the question is, is why would God offer you a new thing? He is offering you a new thing because he understands 
that many of us are stuck in the old thing. Think about it. God speaks about new in his word several times. He talked about pouring new wine into old wine skin, which is new wine into old an old bottle of glass and and the aftermath of that doing and so it's the same thing with us if, if we are trying to move forward we have to understand that we cannot make contact with the old and the new or let me say it in better terms we cannot allow the old and the new to make contact because when the old and the new make contact then right away there is an, a and contamination a contamination and right away the new becomes contaminated because the old has been contaminated for so long and so i'm not saying to become a zombie or to become a robot i'm saying you're going to encounter emotions and feelings of of sadness at time of of feeling a little low or feeling a little lonely um so many different emotions because you are so used to the old you but there is so much good, so much joy, so much um, wonders in the new. And this is why God says, come to me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and my burden for mine is easy and mine is light. It's time for us not to look back. But when we start this journey, taking it, one day it's going to be really hot. The next day it's going to be really cold. The next day you're going to be really sad. The next day you're going to be really happy. Whatever you feel in each and every day, embrace it. Endurance is the key. Endurance is the key. I believe I did a podcast on that once before. If you can endure, then you will make it to the end. The scripture tells us that the race is not given to the swift, which is somebody fast. But it is he who endures to the end. It's not given to he that is strong either. Because we tend to look at masculinity and we tend to look at how much someone has done and equate it to them being strong or how much they have accumulated or how much they have accomplished and and we say they're strong but no strength is or strength dwells within endurance and I believe you can endure this I believe you can make it forward I believe in you I believe in you scripture tells us in in the, the Old Testament um, I believe it was in the book of Exodus where Lot and his wife and by the by the grace of God by by the mercies of God was able to God allow them to escape the land in which God would destroy. And he gave them one instruction and one alone. 
that instruction was not to look back. Don't look back. However, Lot's wife looked back as she started her journey to a new life, to another chance, a second chance, to freedom, to an open door. God literally took them out by the squint of grace, saved them out of the land. And as she started her journey, she had to make contact with the old, with her past. She allowed the new that God gave her to connect or to contact the past by looking back. And immediately, in description, a metaphoric description, the Bible says she became a pillar of sand. Now, I'm not sure because I've never done my searching and, and or asked God for a revelation in this area that if she actually turned to a pillar of sand or, or if she died and something happened spiritually in the spiritual supernatural realm and I'm sure something really did happen in the supernatural realm because I know the God that we serve he's a spirit the Bible says however to me it doesn't even matter exactly what happened what matters is that she disobeyed the instructions not to look back when given a new chance a second chance and she died now, many probably would say that sounds so harsh. Why would she die just by looking back? Perhaps what she was looking back at was so filthy and contaminated because the land was surely filthy and contaminated, which is why God destroyed the land. But perhaps that's exactly what it is, that if she looked back, her mind would now connect and she would now bring a bit of the old into her new. And God wanted them to start afresh. And I don't know why I'm going here, but I'm happy I am because you need to hear this. You are encamping or embarking on a journey to new. This is a recovery for you to become new, to become authentic, to become real, to become whole, to become healed. And as you are on this journey, you need to understand that the past is dead and you should not resurrect the past. You should not resurrect the old you, but you should embrace what God has allowed to become manifested in you, within you, that became new in you. It's really time for you to wake up out of that place of defeat. And even though it doesn't look like defeat, because for some of you all, you may feel like you're winning out here with all these masks on, looking like these folks that go out for carnival, 
you probably feel like you're winning. Like you got it all together. You... Beat it all up, jeweled all up, diamond all up. But the truth is, is you're not winning. You're losing until you become the authentic you, until you acknowledge who you really are, until you acknowledge everything about you. You're still losing. You see, sometimes the real you has an issue. Let's do a, a reverse because we talked about having an issue and finding the real you to no longer having an issue. But how about the real you actually has an issue? Sometimes you have to peel that mask off to get to the issue in order to deal with the issue, in order to present the issue to God like we spoke about, giving it to God. Can you imagine wearing a facade mask and still having a heavy duty issue behind that mask? That is some burden that you don't need to carry anymore. And so once you give God that issue, this journey becomes so precious. Don't be afraid to unveil your mask. Because the Bible tells us that what the enemy meant for evil, God, he always has a plan for good. Jacob, he had an issue. He was very um, cunning and, and, and clever, I'd say. But the meaning of his name in itself was that he was deceitful, cunning, and a liar. But he hid behind the mask of being such a precious little boy to his parents. Doing everything mommy and daddy wanted him to do. But who he really was was a thief. But what made this journey so precious was Jacob was ready to let go. And in order to let go, you have to identify who you are even in your issues and when he began to run from his brother because he stole his brother's birthright at the time because really it was ordained for Jacob but in that time frame which we talked about time and being everything in that time frame it was not Jacob's so in his brother eyes it was never Jacob's and his brother began to search him searching for him to kill him and he began to run. And some of us are on this run for our lives because we have not been able or ready to let go and let God. We're not ready to surrender, not ready to be healed and delivered. We're not ready to give it up. And so we run and run and run. But Jacob got to a point where he was tired of running and ready to give it up. And as he decided he was ready, he began, he met an angel who began to wrestle with him. This angel was an angel of God. And he began to wrestle with him. So this was an encounter with God. And as the angel began to wrestle with him, the angel 
began to say, who are you? And he said his name is Jacob. Jacob finally acknowledged who he was. When he said Jacob, in a sense, what he was saying was, I am a liar. When he said, my name is Jacob, he was in a sense saying, I am a deceiver, I am a thief. And it was at that moment that he connected with the authentic him and God gave him another chance to recover it all. And so the angel, the Bible says that the angel socked him in his, in his hip. So in the journey, we, we, feel, we, we feel a pain, some form of pain, something that hurts. So, and so while you're changing, there, there got to be some type of pain to look back on. And, and he began to limp. But as he began to limp, the angel said, you are no longer Jacob, but you are now Israel. And let me tell you this, Jacob did not look back. He walked away from Jacob as Israel, and he never looked back at Jacob a day in his life. He walked away with that limp, and he looked at that limp as a sign and symbol that he went through the process. He was broken in the process, and he broke through the process, becoming Israel. Nations. Nations in one name there's so much ahead for you but you have to be willing to acknowledge your problems accept the new you no matter how heavy it may seem because God never gives us anything that he believes we will not be able to handle with him came with it. That is the limp that Jacob, now Israel, had. <laughs> it's ironic. In acknowledging your problems, you feel a pain. It could be shame. It could be guilt. Whatever it is, you can walk away with that, but that limp was not and will not be forever. It is just to acknowledge that you have made one step away from who you were to who you are now. So as you search in hide and seek, seeking to find you, I implore you to open your heart and understand that what you started off with may not look like what you are journeying in and ending off with or finding because you decided to go through the process 
So as you find you and you hear your voice, accept that that is who you are now. Go through the process, recover it all, and become authentic for you first. you come in contact with. I give God glory for your life. This is the end of this podcast for the day. There is so much to look forward to in life as God gives us day after day. Tomorrow is not promised for any one of us. And so as we look forward with faith, because faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen, if we lift out, continue to lift our faith, Continue to lift our praises. Continue to lift our worship unto God and look forward to the good things that God has promised for us. And even if it's no longer on earth, as you journey with God, the things that God promised are also in heaven awaiting us. God bless you all. I love you all. There are some books that I want to acknowledge. Um, Here I have them right in front of me. In case you're looking for books to read, um, the first one I want you to go for, um, it'll be fully ready by the end of this month, is God's Stimulus Chest. I have the privilege of, of having one here with me. It's called God Stimulus Chest by um, Dr. Delamarch Morris. God Stimulus Chest. And then I have another one here. Impressions of the Mind um, by Tanya Ellis Asbury. That is T A N Y A Ellis E L L I S dash Asbury A S B U R Y. Um, so that is God Stimulus Chest by Delamarch D E L A M A R C H Morris and Impressions of the Mind by Tanya Ellis Asbury and I want to add this here as we talked about what we discussed today. Um, Navigating Through the Valley of the Shadow of Death by yours truly, me, moi, <laughs> um, Sila. These books I've been reading through are very profound. And I haven't been reading through mine, of course, but I did for some reason last week decided to go through two of the chapters and it was so insightful for me all over again i want you to go ahead and just take a look at these books they are on they all three are on amazon you'll find all three on amazon and they're very simple easy reads so go ahead and check those books out um also want to encourage you to keep praying and seeking the face of the lord and never stopping and praying and watching watching and praying fasting and praying because we are in perilous times we are in perilous times and the enemy is seeking who he may devour and i don't want it to be you so if you are prepared you're on your watch then you have nothing to worry about as long as you are on your watch at all times god bless you all i love you i love you i love you i hope to hear from some of you all and hope 
to have another recording for you soon. Good night. <laughs>